It's time for building the game. Building the game. With Jason and friends. From tabletop game design. With Jason and friends. It's at the end of the episode. That's when it technically ends. Hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today is Monday, December 11th. And you're listening to episode 602. Uh, you probably hear some background noise, and that we're not in a studio, uh, and that is because we are at PAX Unplugged. I say we, there's a lot of we's sitting around this table. Um, so uh, we're going to start off by going around and saying who we all are. Uh, I am Jason, like I said already. So um, yeah, here's who we've got. Hi, this is Tony Tran. Hi, I'm Jay-Z. <laughs> Hi, Mike Biglione. Hey, Robbie Bergstrom. Hello, Sabrina Silva. I am David Masnado. Hi, Emily Vincent. Greetings, this is Roscoe Shaw. So yeah, so we've got uh, a lot of the Tuesday Night crew here, plus the legendary Mike Viglione uh, of, of fame from talking, uh, that you've heard uh, Robbie talk about before. Um, yeah. Get yourself, so, get yourself a Mike Viglione. <laughs> right. <laughs> um... So, uh, probably the episode title, but, um, anyways, uh, so yeah, so it is Saturday night at PAX, uh, it feels like next Wednesday, uh, already, um, at least for me, I know, it's been a lot going on, um, so yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna start off, uh, just kind of going around and, uh, everybody saying, uh, uh, just in general, like, what, we'll start with what's your goal here? Like, why, why are you here? What are you hoping to do while you're here? Or hopefully you already did, if, like me, you're leaving tomorrow morning. <laughs> so, uh, Tony, you want to go? Uh, yeah. Uh, I came to PAX just like I do every time I come to PAX. I want to play test, talk to publishers, meet people I've met online, um, connect faces to names, and just have a good time, eat a lot of good food in Philly, which I have. We'll talk about that later. Uh, I was here to host a game show, uh, and it went really, really well. A lot of people really liked it. A lot of people were saying they wanted to become like an unplugged staple, which would be really cool if that happened. And so that went awesome, which is good because I've been working on it for a year. So if it didn't go awesome, I have to write off a lot of time. <laughs> so uh, I'm the new guy here. I'm a first-timer at PAX. Uh, I'm here with, uh, with Robbie. Uh, I'm here to hype his game. He calls me his hype man. Uh, which basically meant that I sit at the table with him while it's being playtested and answer questions while he's telling everybody else how to play the game. I handle the questions and I give out the flyers. So uh, that's what I'm here for, and I'm having a great time. I saw you doing this today. You exceeded exceeded expectations. You were uh, yeah. Thanks for noticing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Robbie, uh, I'm here to put my game on the table and see what happens. And, uh, it's great, and more importantly, to see the faces to names. I've met some of you. It's the first time I'm seeing Jason in the flesh, and uh, yeah, fantastic, good times. Awesome, awesome. And your game was uh, very pretty. It's yeah, very just as pretty in person as I hoped it would be. So, it as it looks in your garage under your ceiling fan light, conspicuously in the background. Sabrina. Yeah, I came to play other people's games. Uh, play. I got to get in today some games that I've been. Hoping to play from folks that I met online, and also the names, of faces, and names thing. It's a lot of folks I just met recently in the past year, and a lot of folks I've only talked to on Discord. So, awesome, awesome. Yeah, you get you get to take a break, like having just done the Kickstarter. <laughs> like you don't have to like have a big job here right now. It feels like that's fair. It is. Uh, it was a good decision on my part. Good, good. Um, 
Yeah, I was kind of doing a little bit of everything that everyone else said. Um, seeing everyone again, because it's been a couple months since seeing folks in person. Um, playtesting a new game, uh, playtesting an old game, uh, trying to get that same old game in front of people. Um, it's been really good. And also eating food. Eating good food. Uh, yeah, so I've been doing uh, a lot of the same things, right? Putting faces to names. Um, I, I sort of had two big goals coming in other than just playtesting at Unpub. Um, one is I, I have a theory of uh, casual networking and that I do best when meeting people in the Unpub room and like walking the floor and stuff like that than like really intense, I'm going to network with someone now. So I, I, that was one of my goals and I think it's going really well. And the other is I'm scouting and trying to learn and prep for Gamma because I'm going to have a booth at Gamma and so I'm like scouting what booths look like so I can figure out what to get for a booth. And today I spent four hours on the hall demoing Pirates so I can be like, what is it like to demo a game on a hall? So, a uh, very successful weekend so far. I... Uh, I expected to see you in the hall just like with a tape measure. Like, excuse me, can I just measure your booth here? That's literally what I'm doing tomorrow. And I'm, <laughs> I'm meeting up with someone at two who we're going to walk around and like point at things and be like, that's an eight foot, that's a ten foot, that's a, yeah. I literally did not know that, but it just seemed like something you would do. <laughs> in a positive way, I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Be Ros- prepared. Right. Roscoe. Uh, yeah, I had a couple goals. Um... One of my games, I was hoping to get a uh, self-guided or unguided playtest uh, done with just the rules, leave the game on the table and see how it goes. Uh, so I was lucky enough to have that yesterday. had two groups do it, so a uh, bigger problem than that because it's like a mid-weight, mid-heavyweight Euro, so uh, a lot of rules to kind of read through there. Um, had a couple pitch meetings uh, and some more coming up, so that, that was definitely a goal to kind of just talk to some publishers and show them I have and see how that goes. Uh, and then also just hang out with the BTG crew and just, like, have fun, talk, and just, like, make better friendships. So, big success. Yeah, that's awesome. And my, um, <clears throat> this is Jason again. I was hoping to um, just get some playtesting in. I didn't set up any pitches or anything. I wanted to get some playtesting in and then just hang out with people. Uh, like everybody said, meet some new people. So I've never met Rob before. Also, I was really hoping Mike Viglione would show up, and he did. So, uh <laughs> So, uh, taught Rob's game better than Rob did. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, uh... I play it better, too. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, um, was hoping to get some playtests in. I did, I got, um, I playtested, uh, a bunch of Sushi After Dark today, which was awesome. We literally, gosh, probably 15 people came through and just, like, played one round each. That's all I wanted. One round of, like, tactily, tact... I wanted to see the tactile feeling of, like, with your eyes closed trying to assemble sushi. I just literally closed my eyes and moved my hands for podcasting. Um, but uh, to see if that worked and if it was fun. Uh, and the first feedback I got was that uh, maybe it needed a lot more things. And I was a little like, oh, I don't know. And that was from a designer. And then just a bunch of public came in. No, I mean, they were giving me, like, constructive, like, here's how to grow the game feedback to add more things to it. But I was really hoping for just some magic with some random people coming in and, and sure enough when like playtesters came in and started playing it like just the people who were coming in just to play games they loved it and that so that that felt good because I just wanted to make sure the core is fun it needs a it needs a whole game built around that core um, but that felt good I also got some good tests in of Compulsed and um, 
yeah, and those were my goals really to do the things that I met for the first time. Uh, I met Robbie, uh, Mike. Um, you know, we've, I've met everybody else here, yeah. So, but it was uh, it was still good to see people again. So, all right, now I have to come up with another question. Um, so, um, it's hard job. So, uh, yeah, um, let's uh, let's do some favorite things. I like that. So, we'll start easy. We'll start with a favorite food before we jump into things like favorite games you played and stuff. So, his uh, favorite food should be easy. So. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, let's go. We'll go reverse order, Tony. I don't want to keep making you go first. So, Roscoe, we'll make you go first. Well, mine's pretty easy because last night we uh, went for dim sum, and I got chicken <laughs> chicken soup dumplings. And then, you know, to mix things up, uh, tonight we decided to go for dim sum. And so I, um, I, I really branched out, and I got some chicken soup dumplings. And uh, they were both really, really awesome, so... Definitely, it's awesome to have Chinatown so close to the convention center because there's so much good food. Yeah. When you bite into them, do they squirt across the room like they? they might I wait. mean, if you do it wrong. No, like, <laughs> they're all in my mouth. <laughs> I, I found the soup dumplings that were too big, and like I put the whole thing in my oh. mouth, and I was like, I can't chew this. I was lucky that I was with David. And David was like, whatever you do, do not put the whole chicken soup dumpling in your mouth because you don't know the temperature of the soup. Yes, exactly. And it might hurt. Yes. Um, do you guys not know how to eat soup dumplings? Oh, okay. no, David taught me. I had yeah. to teach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I want to hear this. Yeah. And then you eat the rest. What? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. 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 You I'm bite off the top. You have to, no, 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 no. You, you put it on the edge of the spoon, you nibble it, open it up, let the soup drink. come out, drink it, and then eat it. Okay. Yeah, that's basically what you said, yeah. You didn't have a spoon? No, I didn't have I a spoon either. They only give yeah, a we were kind of Don't go back there. Yeah, it the was service good. there was not, it was, was very, very bad. David and I waited for an hour for some, some pan-fried uh, pork dumplings. Pork, pork yeah. Buns, yeah, yeah. Uh, we went to another place tonight, another dim sum place. In Roscoe's defense, he did not eat the same food at the same place twice. And what was better, the second one or the first one? Actually, the soup dumplings were better at the first place. Were they? All right. Good to know. I'm glad I didn't get them at the second place then. I did branch out. Emily. All right, uh, so I'm going to cheat immediately. It's going to be my first night of food because Tony took me to uh, was it Chubby Cattle. Chubby Cattle. Chubby mm-hmm. Cattle. All-you-can-eat hot pot restaurant. And sushi. So good. Yeah, I don't eat sushi, but, yeah, it was, yeah. It had the little conveyor belt going by my head, oh, which was very cool. Um, and then I went and watched some people get second dinner. They, it was their first dinner, but it was my second one, so I had iced tea. And then we went to Mango Mango, where I had the largest thing <laughs> of mango ice cream that was just, like, melting over the sides and was delicious. So that that night was, yeah. You went back to Mango Mango. <laughs> yes, I took them to Mango Mango <laughs> afterwards, because I left them at Mango. I left Tony and friends at Mango Mango <laughs> to go have second dinner. It was dinner. amazing. And yeah. then I brought the second dinner crew to Mango Mango. So I was like, I want this. And I would go back tonight if they were still open. I don't know if they are. I don't know how late they're open. I'll go tomorrow in the middle of the day. <laughs> getting that waffle. <laughs> David? Um, I think my favorite was a meal I had, like, maybe an hour and a half ago. Um, it was late. Everything is, like, super packed around here. Um, so I was, like, walking around Chinatown, and I found this, like, little place that seemed mostly empty. And it was kind of like a mini... Um, food court type situation. Most of the places in it were closed, but all the way at the back there was like a hot chicken halal place. Um, and I, I'm a sucker for a hot chicken tendy, and they were dynamite. It was really good. It hit the spot. Um, so, unexpected, but delicious. Sabrina? I had a boleto 
from Central America from El Mercury in the Reading Terminal. Oh, yeah, It was yeah. really good. I've never had Central American street food before. So I went back there again. I had it yesterday for lunch, and I had it today for lunch. I'm going to get that next year. Yeah. It's really good. And uh, they have plenty of, like, just veg- vegetarian options. So. But I, now I really need to go to Mango Mango, I feel like. That is the that is the next food goal. <laughs> it's the description amazing. sounds amazing. Robbie. I know this is your first day here. Yeah, so. yeah. But I, I discovered, I saw walking in, the, mar- the market below here. I just love those packed markets, all the booths walking. I mean, even more so than the food. Just that that environment. There's one in Baltimore. There's one in Columbus has a good one. The yeah, market yeah, or something. Yeah. I mean, even if I eat it, I just love being in places like that. And then, so we finally, like, we were looking at cheesesteaks with the lines were like 45 to get it. And minutes yeah. to order it, 45 minutes to get it. And then uh, he spotted, uh, Michael Mike spotted a... Um, a Euro place, and I got a Euro, and yeah, it was, and it was great. Um, tomorrow I'm going to swim by, um, let me see, I'm going to give a plug here, the uh, the Java Bean Cafe, my mentor Joe Pilkis opened a cafe down the street in Delaware, so I'm on my way out. I think I might come to the show again tomorrow, because um, I like you guys. And, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm going go to I'm gonna go to the Java Bean Cafe. Yeah, so I was with Rob, I don't really have a good food story, but hearing all these food stories, I realized that maybe I spent too much time playing games today. That's what I've learned. Uh, so, I actually cannot say the name of the place that I went to go eat, because I promised my, this isn't it, Tony, looking at my phone. Uh, but I, the buddy of mine, he loves this place to death, finally took me to it. And had I made me swear that I wouldn't tell people about it because it's so good, but no one knows about it. I will say it's on Chestnut Street, though, and within walking distance of the convention. Uh, and it is it was very good. However, tonight, though, I got some Italian from, I think it's Demo? D-A-M-O Pasta Lab. It's within walking distance of the convention center as well. Uh, make your own pasta. You get huge bowls of pasta. It hits all three points of the pasta trifecta of being really good huge servings and also really cheap so it's ah, good stuff uh, whenever I come to Philly for Unplugged I have a list and it's on my schedule of things to eat love it um, so Chubby Cattle on the first day which my friend recommended shout out Simon um, and then Spice and then the letter C they make Szechuan soup noodle soups and they do hand cut noodles and hand pull and I go there every year first time uh, someone from Weird Draft introduced it to me, and I went there that night, and the night after, and this year I went last night. And then, really cool pack story is I want to get there, the tables are full, and then these two people were just randomly like, hey, do you want to sit with us so you can skip the line? I was like, sure. And he's like, are you a pack? So I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I'm already at the table. So I ate dinner with two random strangers, and nice. it's a great time. Love it. That is a good, that is a good concept. Definitely a highlight. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, I don't. I ate a lot of different places. I think that the dim sum places were great, but I think the favorite food I had, so this morning we grabbed, Emily and I grabbed breakfast, and we went to this place called Molly Manors or Manor. Ma- I didn't even see the name. Anyways, it's in, it's in the, it's in the Reading Market, and it's these huge homemade biscuits, and they have, um, they like make like egg sandwiches and stuff with them. Um, so I had a bacon and egg and cheese sandwich, and it was really good. And then and then I went back there for lunch and got the same thing. Well, I had the second half of my sandwich for lunch because I was going straight through, and I am really bad at eating at these things. So the food I, I forgot to mention was 
the giant roll of orange flavored cookies that Ben Beagle gave me yesterday because I didn't eat breakfast and I didn't eat lunch and he's like you have to eat something and I just spent my entire play test eating these cookies and Ben once again has saved my life <laughs> what about Julio Julio what was your favorite uh, food you ate food yeah uh, definitely the dim sum place that we just went to um, funny story uh, uh <laughs> Jason and I ordered the same. We did a lot of small plates kind of thing. We ordered the same one. And some reason, the waiter decided to give us the same, our, both our foods in the same plate. <laughs> and I was like, here, Julio, you can take the first one. And I was eating it. And I'm like, this is so much food. I'm like, stuffed. And I still have one little plate left. And then we were asking, hey, where's his plate? And he was like, oh, they were both in there. And I feel like, and I almost ate it all at that point. It I got great. one. It was good. I was so full. Yeah. Of course, I got some leftovers as well. So that's a win-win, I guess. That is. That so Julio's good. here now, FYI. Uh, in case you didn't notice, welcome. I, I also like how when you asked him, what was your favorite thing you ate at the convention, your first question was food? <laughs> <laughs> so that's horrifying. <laughs> So, um, before we go on to the next question, Julio, uh, so Julio Nasario is here, uh, one of our awesome co-hosts. Uh, he just joined a little late because he was coming from a play test, which makes sense. Uh, we, first thing we did was talk about what our goals were, uh, for PAX. So what were your goals for PAX? Well, uh, PAX Unplugged is the first convention I've gone to this whole year, um, as a game designer. So my goals were kind of high, trying to cram as much as I could into this one, and it is a good one. I feel like it's already kind of getting up there and may have surpassed Origins at this point, as in, you know, I guess in scale maybe. Uh, so I essentially wanted to contact uh, publishers and set up meetings. I did that like at two months before the convention. I was contacting them making sure and, and seeing what availability they had, and it worked out well. I had at least, I think it was seven or eight meetings um, I brought about 11 prototypes, so my goal was, of course, to pitch these games, and, 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 of course, throughout the year, since I wasn't designing new games, I was focusing on the development of my existing games, trying to get the, this new uh, 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 step of, of pitching these games that have been around for a little while, and I was very successful. Um, I got about seven prototypes out of the 13 that I brought um to publishers, so some interest definitely. So that was pretty awesome. Awesome, that's great. Um, all right, so uh, next, uh, want to talk about? Let's talk about games. So, um, what was? Um, yeah, let's see. What was? Your, well, we'll start with. Did, did anybody play like published games while they were here? So we got a couple. Uh, I don't think I did. Did I? Did we play published games? I don't think so. No. Okay. I, I did. Oh well, I, okay. So, so we got Julio and Tony. So, what were your what were your favorite new published games you played? Or well, you said published games? Sorry, right? Okay, no, sorry, published games that you played here. Uh, sorry, they don't uh, have to be new. Sorry, I've tried three games when I was here. Um, ben wrote me in playing them. Uh, I played Twi- um, Star Wars Unlimited. Is what it's called? Yeah. Uh, I played that. Um, good thoughts. And then we played like Elderwood or Ironwood or something. It's an asymmetrical game. I'd rush to play it so we didn't get a good play, but it was something you had to like play a lot. And then played some Netrunner. That was I was really happy about that. And I'll play some more Netrunner in the morning. 
Alright, awesome. How about you? So it sounds like your favorite game you played here was Netrunner. Yes. Because, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's um, a good game. It was not the other one that you have game. thoughts about. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I only played the one of Scout, and obviously that one won the Lizyaris for, for good reason. It, 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 um, I had not played it. Uh, it. The learning part of it was a little difficult for some reason. We were five people, and we took it a while to figure it out, especially because nobody was very uh, acquainted with the rules. But once we got into it, I can see why it won. It's definitely a very solid, fun game. Awesome, awesome. Um, well, let's uh, let's talk about unpublished games. I think we all played those. Um, I'm trying to, to coax over some people, um, mostly Connor Wake, and maybe maybe another person. No, no, I'm getting a head shake. No, yeah. Oh, oh, they're coming. All right. So, um, let's just push me further back from the microphone. <laughs> Move everyone closer. All right. So we are joining us now. We have um, Connor Wake and Justin Brooks. Uh, everybody's just been kind of like separated out, doing their different things uh, this evening. So we're slowly pulling people in. And uh, that is okay, because we like that. So, um, uh, first up, Connor is going to tell us a bunch of stuff. First, he's going to tell us, <laughs> what, were your, what were your goals of coming here, Connor? Am I close enough to the microphone? <laughs> uh, if you project, yes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I lost my voice a little bit. Um, that wasn't a goal. Um... Well, no, I didn't get any pitch meetings, so basically my goal was to not worry about that stuff, which is cool. I didn't really worry too much. And then I met up with a publisher for my game that will come out, and I got confirmation that it is going to come out nice. next year. Yeah! So, yay! Uh, that, was, that, was, that was my goal. Awesome. And then just, yeah, not die in the meantime. Daily, daily goal. It's a good one. Wow. I can get behind that. Um... Justin, how about you? What were your goals coming here? Uh, this is my first large convention, so I didn't really have any goals. I didn't know what to expect. I also didn't get any pitch meetings, so not pitching, apparently. <laughs> All right. Um, and then, quick question for you two, lightning round. What, were your favorite, what was your favorite food you ate? I got a sweet potato pie from, I forget the place, but it's right across the street. It was really good. Nice. Uh, Connor's acting like these questions are really hard. They're really hard. This is why I was like, maybe I shouldn't do this. Um, uh, My partner this morning got a very good hot chocolate from a place. It was actually melted chocolate with milk. Oh, that does sound good. Mercury. L. Mercury. Oh, yes, already a point for that from Sabrina, her favorite food. So awesome, awesome. So um, uh, we're going to go to unpublished games. So. Let's, uh, there's a bunch of us now, so let's make this easy. We'll go around and say, uh, your favorite unpublished game that you played, uh, since you've been here, um, if that's okay with everyone. Or you can pass if you don't like any of the unpublished games you played. <laughs> or you can make one up and say it was from someone who's not in this group, if you don't want to say that. Say um, one that you made, and <laughs> pretend like it was someone else's. I love it. <laughs> uh, we're going to start with you, Julio, and go of this course, way. Of uh, course, with like, oh, I, I actually did uh, play test a couple of games. Um, I did uh, enjoy the one that kind of stood out physically the most, and that's Justin's 
uh, racing game with the pegs yeah, uh, and, and the marbles. Uh, definitely some room to grow, uh, but just it's here. On, uh, so it's one that I enjoyed, and I think it has a lot of potential to be better. So keep going with that one. Roscoe? Uh, yeah, so um, it's kind of no contest. It's definitely David's new game, Tears of Joy. <laughs> Um, like especially because, especially because he gets really embarrassed and doesn't want to uh, I wish it was acknowledge a video. how good his games are. But um, the thing I love most about uh, David's games is just the kind of like coopetition, the, you know, the cooperative competition that's in there, um, and how that really mixes things up. Like so many games are just all the same, and I just really enjoy that aesthetic that he brings to all his games. So two thumbs up for that. I'm sure it'll be coming out very soon. <laughs> I, I mean. Yeah, Tears of Joy. That's <laughs> it. Sorry. Um, it's just lovely. I should call this part of the show where we just embarrass Dave. Yeah, that's lovely, and I don't think I can say any more than Roscoe did, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug a second, which is Seed My Time, mostly because yes. I won. But it was also very fun, and Roscoe has killed it, uh, taking that game idea and making it. A very fun game. It was very fun. It was very yes. fun. The best part was that Emily won five turns before we realized that she won. <laughs> I put through I, no fault of the to game. Three, to be clear, you have to get three stacks from one to five, and I had a stack with four, a stack with five, and a stack with five, and I didn't realize I'd put another five on top of one of the fives. So I and we played like five more rounds before I was like, was why amazing. can't I find this five? Because <laughs> I already played it in the wrong time. Um. Was your favorite game Tears of Joy, David? No, no. I mean, I do love that game, but it's, that doesn't feel like a good answer. Um, I think my, my favorite one um, was Connor's game Amoeba Space Lab. I, I, I feel like I get the Oh, it's because I change lab, the game amoeba theme, and I can't keep <laughs> the name Amoeba Space... It's Amoeba something or other. Yes. <laughs> um, it's really, really good. It, it, it's the, the origin story game. The, the game that kind of spawned off a, a different game uh, that he's working on that I also really love. So it was so cool to see how those systems and mechanics had been carried into something different. Um, they're both fantastic games. I don't think I have a favorite of the two. Um, and it's basically done. Like, it's, it's, just, it's just numbers, changing numbers at this point. But it, it's awesome. Sabrina. I played a number of unpublished games today. I played the other David uh, game, Roommates, which it's has super last to play, <laughs> Which is awesome. Um, but it, David's already had a lot of plugs. So I will plug yeah. Matt Hawker's new game, uh, Lily Hop, that's coming out next year, which looks on the surface like just a cute kids game about frogs. Then underneath is this dynamic Rondell game with huge amounts of strategy that burned my brain. And... Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I would totally play again. If I had played Tears of Joy, it would be my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you took what I was going to say. <laughs> but I want to say, I was in on the ground floor. I think I was on test one online. And, yeah, you and I got the experience features that aren't even in the game anymore. So, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> cool as them. <laughs> um, uh, and then the only other ones I think I got managed to play were um, Dog Toys by Roscoe and Sushi After Dark by Jason. And I'm not going to pick between the two. They're both great. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you took some of my answer there. I, I got to plug Roscoe's game here. I, I really like. I mean, what was the name Dog Toys? What was yeah. it? Dog Toys. Uh, I really like simple, elegant games that uh, that people understand quickly, and I just I feel like that's a game that I enjoy playing 
and then I can show other people how to play quickly. So I had a lot of fun. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hype hi, man, hype man. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, I'm required to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too obvious. <laughs> Somebody else got to plug. No, we got some more. No, 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 no. We got to plug Tears of Joy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not get the memo? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was a bad person this time and didn't play just many games. Um, That's okay. I don't though, know what happened this weekend. <laughs> it's okay to enjoy a convention. I enjoyed the convention. You don't have to play unpublished games. Right. Yeah. You don't have to support other people in this group. You can just <laughs> take. <laughs> if you had played, sorry. If you had played Tears of Joy, would it have been your favorite? I, I mean, I watched it. And it brought me plenty of joy. I mean, no, seriously though, the color choice. Oh my perfect. god, it's so gorgeous. I would like it's to point beautiful. out that you did play. In case he's listening, Matthew Hawker's Fisher Fire, and you did not say that was your favorite. And it might have been the we only one you played, played. A version of the game that he specifically knew was broken. <laughs> so. It, I think the game's good. That version. The, the game is fantastic. Okay, fine. That game is that version fire. did not look It's great. fun. Don't play it with six players. Play it with any other player count this right. It's the only one, so that's your favorite. <laughs> Fisher Fire, though, for a plug for it, is yes. really, really fun and mean and deceptively mean for it's what great. it looks like. It's really good. JC? Uh, I got the chance to play Pirates of the High Tees. Uh, and that was a banger of a game. I'm super excited about it and where it's going. I've been hearing about it forever, and I finally got to play it, and it, it lived up to the expectations. Great set collection and just solid. Ten out of ten. Nice. Other adjectives. Wow. <laughs> positive. Yes. Yes. Positive. Awesome logo. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Justin. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, played a lot of published, unpublished games, but uh, what's your sushi game called? Sushi After Dark. Sushi After Dark, yeah. I think more <coughs> games should be played with your eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing about that game was one person played tested it, cheated. She clearly was squinting the whole time so she could see. Oh, acted wow. cool because she finished first and got it wrong. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, wow. Well done. Well done. Tony. Yeah, um, I I feel like I play tested a lot of games, but then I look back at my like photo feed and I don't think I played that, that, played that many. Um, I don't know. I don't know where the time went. I guess I was just eating a lot. I don't know. Um, you did have a schedule for eating. I did. It was like half my schedule. Um, Respected. Uh, I will say I, I I'm gonna plug Emily's game because I've been playing it a lot online, uh, Pirates of the High Tees, and I'm glad I got to play it in person. Um, and just to see how it was evolved uh, over time, and it's good. It's it's been really. I'm really happy to see the process. I got to play several uh, unpublished games. Uh, I loved um, Justin's racing game with the the aspects of the wood and stuff, and I feel like you've got a really cool direction to go with that in, and it was cool. Um, I uh, got to play. Um, Julio's game Arise, which I played an earlier version of that, and I, I still really enjoy that. Um, my favorite two games, I'm not going to choose either, were definitely Dog Toys, which I got to play twice uh, by Roscoe. It's so, it's one of the, it's a, it's a Roscoe classic. It's so simple, and yet it just makes you want to scream because it's like a brain burner. Uh, and then, of course, Tears of Joy, because that I played the game and I was like, once it, like roommates, it was just really hyped up when I played it, and then it was it was better than the hype, which is you know 
Yeah, I'm also your biggest fan. Like I feel like so. My favorite designer was Bruno Cathala. Now it's David Bosley. So you're his hype man. Good news for you. Unlike Mike Viglione, I have a podcast. Do you ever want to come on and hype Roscoe, Mike? You're, I mean, not Roscoe. Sorry, not you. <laughs> I mean, Robbie. You come on and hype Roscoe. Well. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure you'd be okay with that. Mike's going to start a service. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's go. Hire me. I'll, I'll, I'll hype your game. I'll play one time. And I'll hype it. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, what else should we talk about here? I am tired and out of ideas. Uh, maybe just favorite moment or favorite Oh, that, that moment. was one of the things. Yes. Good job, Emily. Way to go. Why don't you go first? Okay. Um, <laughs> so, fav- favorite moment. What was your What was your favorite moment of the convention, or moments if you can't choose? Uh, yeah. Since we're all indecisive. Yeah, I'm good. This is uh, sure. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna stop stuttering. And I'm gonna go. So last night, I we were all playing games, and it got late, and so we headed home. But it was only like 10:30, which I was like, that's not even that late. And so I decided I was gonna take my notepad down to the bar and get like a nightcap and like process all my thoughts. And I ended up meeting two folks at the bar, one of whom's another designer, and one of whom was just there, and we ended up playing a game at the bar. I, I follow one of them on Blue Sky, and he follows me already, so I, like, connected to a person that I had never met, and then, like, talking about games, and, like, he's connected me to some other people already, and it was just this, like, magical moment in a hotel bar where I just, like, made new friends. So shout out to Dickie and Jamie, if they're listening. <laughs> um, but, like, I don't know. I think that's the, like, for me, like I said, one of my goals was to, like, reinforce that, like, casual networking and just, like, being myself and being in spaces is enough. And that just felt like a moment where I was, like, yeah, I didn't need to, like, do what I've done at other conventions where I'm like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to try and meet 15 people and like give them my business card. Like I can just like exist and be and, and that is enough. And so that was a really wonderful moment for me. Awesome. In a bar. <laughs> Top that, David. <laughs> I mean, it's like sort of adjacent. Like I feel like the it's always being here with everybody in, in any of these things is always so special and I'm so grateful and happy to be sort of tripped and fallen into this little pocket of the game design world because it's not all this nice. Um, so I feel very fortunate to be a part of this. Um, but I think like the two best moments I had this weekend were like getting away from everything. And like there, there are two people I have, we're talking about finding time to hang out and like we just bumped into each other and we were like, let's just like go find a chair somewhere and like talk and catch up. And um, it was really good. It was really good to just like sit in a quiet place, one on one, and just talk and get to know each other even more. But like, just see how each other are doing, good stuff and bad stuff. And um, it was really, really nice. Sabrina, I don't know if I have a favorite moment to call out, but I will just echo what David said about this group of people because I'm pretty new to this group of people but it's pretty awesome and it is like yeah it's cool to have a community of practice that's also really nice people Um, so that's maybe that's my favorite thing so far is like seeing that online and then seeing it in person 
it, it's it funny because you're like you're new, but like I forget <laughs> that you're new because like I don't know when like so many people when they come into this group you just like fit and it's like oh yeah it's like they've been here forever right <laughs> and you forget that they haven't been so I think that speaks to the specialness of the of the community that's been built. Robbie, just trying to think of something funny because. Humor is my defense mechanism in all those moments. <laughs> um, how I operate in social situations, but nothing funny happened by now. I, 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 I got one. Great. So, oh, yeah, okay, good. I, I thought you would. Yeah. So I'll just say that, like, I mean, um, the foot traffic, thanks to the position in the table in the front of the room, thanks right? to you. That was a, what, thanks to, thanks to Unpub. They literally, Ben yeah. uh, and Heather came to us and said, do you want a table for free for your podcast? And he said, yeah. And then they let us pick the best spot in the yeah. entire place. Well, um, it was just, I mean, on a personal level, it was just gratifying that nobody picked it as a favorite game. But <laughs> not, not, no one, only one person here played it. Anyway, but the people coming by were just like um, blown away by how it looks and one person who knew the theme was just like losing their mind and uh, they, they loved the minis and they loved how it looked and um, and you know we played it and we actually played it and it was so gratifying like explaining it to Justin and I said it and he's like oh yeah I get it and you're like oh you're actually doing the thing I told you to wow you know like everything's like, things are happening so um, but yeah this is the, the musings of a first time designer with this one big ass game that's probably too big and complicated but I don't give a shit um I'll cut it down. It'll get good. I'll work on it. Yeah, I do want to say though that your game is like the definition of table presence. Right. I mean, you literally have a light up board that sticks underneath it so that it lights up the the buildings. Are you going to talk about that? That's what I was going to say. So, so, so here's, here's go ahead. My, my moment here as the hype man. Um, I would like to take credit for this, but I can't actually take credit. But when you we were, can, no one will know. We'll I guess. You. But somebody here probably did it. It wasn't me. But we were in the unpub room and we're we're testing the game. And somebody turned out the lights, and we were the only ones sitting there with the light up board. So <laughs> it you can't get much better height than that. It, it was it was pretty sweet. So that was a great moment. The only thing that would have made it better was the ceiling fan just right over yes, exactly. the slowly turning. You have to be in on the. Yeah. It's a whole yes. <laughs> If you join the Discord, you'll understand ceiling fans. Connor. Uh, yeah, I mean, everyone's already said the loving gushy, gushy stuff, so, <laughs> I so screw that. <laughs> no, I mean, that's always the best part about coming to these. Um, so I'll do the little selfish one of I got to play my game that's going to come out next year with the publisher and the developer in person, and so it's like, it's real. <laughs> so that was great. Um, yeah. This is like final art. Oh no! But like I've been told, like timelines and like dark in January and things happen. But you're seeing advanced, and it's all just like happening now. So like that was good. That's awesome. But like, yeah, just me and everyone again. So it's great. So awesome. Thanks, Connor. JC. I I have to. I think the most important cool, awesome thing that happened was at the end of the game show thing that I did yesterday. I'll, the game show is a game show called Punched Out. Uh, it's about guessing board games from the empty punch-out boards. Uh, and then if you can't get it off that, you get a little description, but the description also has holes in it. And then uh, those get filled in, still can't get it, you get a multiple-choice question. And uh, it, I had been working on it for so long and have been desperately trying to Desperately trying to uh, make it to come together, uh, you know, the last, like, two weeks especially have been particularly brutal, because you got work, and then you're trying to do this whole... It was a lot. 
And so, you know, you put all this love and effort into something that isn't tested, uh, because you can't really test a whole game show. Um, I managed to do one dry run, and it went really well. Uh, and so, when the actual thing, like, came down to it, you know, nerves got a lot of me. I, I messed up a lot of things. And, you know, you work, you're so close to something that you see all the flaws in it. Um, you know, I had problems with the buzzards that I had spent months on, and I had problems with, you know, like, I got questions wrong in my head, and... You know, mixed up things, and, and uh, the moment that was really cool for me was I'm in my head, I'm going through all these negative things, and this guy comes up who participated in the show, and he was like, hey, I wanted to let you know that we were going to go do something else, but we were like, we want to try something, and we came here, and we're really glad that we did. This is now, we're like, this is like the favorite thing we saw on the show, we hope it comes back next year. And that was really cool because I was really stressed and I am about to cry for some reason. Uh, it, it was just, it was just after all the stress and like being so low, having someone just be like, hey, that was cool. It, it just really, just really went to show me just how your perspective is not the only one and it's usually not 100% correct. Um, which is why people play test and why you, you get feedback for things. And so it was, it was a really cool moment. And so it gave me a nice little fresh perspective. Um, I still have a lot of things that I want to fix, but it has given me the motivation to not torture myself uh, with all the negatives and hopefully bring it back again next year. Um, so that was my favorite moment. Awesome. Justin. Uh, I mean, everyone said it already, but meeting all of you people, I've never met any of you in person, even though we talk on the Discord all the time, so that was really cool. Tony? Uh, I for me is remembering that games are about the people and the emotion that we have during games. I know playtesting a lot, it's like, oh, we don't get these numbers right, get the math right, get the balance stuff, and then sometimes we lose ourselves uh, in that. Um, I playtest this game called uh, Hex... Story or something? I, I don't remember the name. Um, but it was like a hex grid game. By the end, it's uh, me, Ben, and uh, Chris was there, and they're all saying, like, oh man, you screwed me. And it's like, oh, I'm the reason I'm losing because of you, you're losing because of me. And then at the end, he like gave me the double bird, and then we both <laughs> laughed, and then it was like, we kept laughing, and then oh, my friend Ben won, so we both hated on him. But it was like, it was such a magical moment that I'm like, oh, this is why I love board games, and this is why I love. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, everybody said the thing about people, and I think for me this time, to echo kind of what David said, like, there was just a lot of moments where I got to, like, I feel like a ton of people here, I got to spend at least, like, ten minutes, like, hanging out with different people and just, like, chatting. If it was in a hallway or, like, at a dinner or, like, at a lunch or whatever... And that doesn't always happen at conventions. A lot of times it's big groups. And so, like, it's always cool to get those moments where you're just, like, talking one-on-one -on -one with somebody, especially because I don't see most of you, like, one-on-one -on -one ever other than, like, online sometimes. Um, but the I do want to say that the I got roped into being one of the, quote, pro designers for the game jam for Unpub. And I wasn't super stoked about doing it, but it turned out to be a ton of fun, and I'm glad I got to do it. Um, yeah, it was a really fun experience. Um, yeah, so. Um, on my side, I was, it was a very similar to Emily's story, uh, in the sense I was in the Button Shy booth. Uh, my newest game from the Champion Land Wrestling came out, and we were talking about the next 
uh, four, five, six games. Super exciting about that. And then uh, this guy came to talk to Jason Tagmeyer, and we just started talking. And I was going to go to the Queen and Rook Cafe, like two miles from here, for uh, Third World Studios thing. And I just invited this guy. We just started talking, and when we got there, like the the tables were super full, and we just took a table to ourselves. This guy I just met. And we basically hanged out for like five hours playing games and play testing and, and just talking. Just somebody that I just met. Yeah. And, you know, it was it was uh, super cool. Is uh, Jared uh, Colon. His parents are Puerto Rican. He's from, uh, originally from New York. And uh, he's uh, he has a, a starting a YouTube channel called uh, Cardboard Apprentice, I think it is. So uh, check him out. He's a super cool dude. Um, and that was uh, one of the things I really enjoy about meeting sometimes new people out of nowhere and making good memories. Awesome. Roscoe. Uh, yeah, so uh, my favorite moment was probably last night. Um, so uh, a couple of us got together and um, we got to play a game that was based on an inside joke um, and it actually kind of worked pretty well. And with that, I'm going to see my time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, that was the best. That was the best. Um, uh, well, so uh, uh, Zoe Allred just popped up, and uh, I've seen Zoe actually way more at this convention, I feel like, than the last time we were at the same convention. Um, so we've been answering a ton of questions. Uh, and so I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to do this. So tell us in rapid fire, I want to know what was your favorite food, what was your favorite unpublished game, and what was your favorite moment? Okay. All right. So, uh, favorite food was uh, when we went to that dim sum place because that was the only real food I've had this entire convention. The vegan options are slim picky. I've been having french fries and fruit for the past couple of days. I protein bars, not the ones Okay. Um, and in terms of favorite prototype, um, it's probably, probably Tears of Joy. Okay. Uh, yes! <laughs> That's a consensus. (laughs) I finally got to playtest organized, which is real impossible to playtest. And Matthew blew me the heck out of water. <laughs> like, um, I designed that game as a as a introvert through and through. And I was like, this game is too hard. There's no way the organizers will win. And Matthew like freaking wins in a matter of minutes. And I'm like, okay, I have to completely rebalance this game. <laughs> Wonderful. Awesome. Thank you, Zoe. Yeah. Matthew, I'm not going to give you an option. Hey, Matthew Hawker just walked up. So, Matthew, he always is happy to talk. So, <laughs> Matthew, say, don't, don't get too close. You have a big voice. So, okay. So, really quickly, we have Matthew Hawker here, publisher of some games that are awesome. Uh, That's the company's name. Some <laughs> games that are awesome. The name of the company's Coup Games. Great. Anyways, um, he's going to quick answer, rapid fire, his favorite food you had, your favorite unpublished game you played, and the favorite moment, and go. Uh, smoothie, that one game. <laughs> <laughs> favorite moments, um, uh, the, the cat machine, um, uh, uh, making Zoe's uh, unguided playtest difficult, um, <laughs> uh, uh, seeing people, 
Um, not sleeping. That was great. I love that part. I dreamt I was in space. I kept waking up. That was like a nightmare. Um, uh, I woke up last night because I thought I was getting stung by a bee. Thank you, Pax Unplugged. Uh, have a great night. This is why we just have Matthew on for a few seconds. <laughs> All right, y'all. This has been really fun. Um, We'll go around in case anybody has any socials or anything you want to give out. Several people here have companies and stuff. So um, uh, I'll go last so I can do the outro. It'll be great. Julio. Um, uh, you can find me on, I guess, uh, Blue Sky uh, and Twitter still. I'm not as active, but at uh, Unasal. I'm at Roscoe Shock on Blue Sky Twitter and Discord. I'm uh, Tiandris on Blue Sky. Emily Keeps Kitties on Instagram or check out my website, pinkhawkgames.com. I am David Mosnado pretty much everywhere. So I, I'm mostly on Blue Sky now, trying to phase out Twitter. Um, those are the two best places. Where are you not David Mosnado? Like, like, that's what it said. Like, pretty much anywhere I go, I'm David Mosnado. We can sometimes. talk, we can turn the mic off and we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> Secret identity. David's actually a superhero. I believe it. Sabrina. Uh, you can find my professional game stuff at, mostly at Instagram at Little Liminal. That's the name of my company. And I do post on Blue Sky and Twitter X occasionally. And can people still go see your game and like pre order and stuff? Yes, my game died, Tom. <laughs> Just trying to help you out Wait, here. Wingman. <laughs> Wingman. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you can see pictures of it, a lot of pictures on my Instagram, and you can go to uh, littlelimo.com and get to the late pledge because the Kickstarter ended in October. Awesome. Robbie. Blue sky seems cool. I love my voice right now. This is awesome. Um, this, is, this is how it normally is. Um, Blue sky, Robbie Bergstrom, and you can find me. At the eggs and nail across the street in ten minutes, probably. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, this is Mike. If you need me to hype your game, uh, <laughs> get in touch with Rob. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good bit to you. I'm just on the Discord. I technically have Twitter and Blue Sky app on our link, but I don't post anything. Zoe. Uh, you can find me at zoe.gay on Blue Sky. That's Zoe with an X. And um, otherwise, knifebunny.com for all the other social medias. Awesome. Matthew? I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, you don't have to do this one fast. You can just say okay, it. Okay, I got, I got it. Play Coup Games on everything. Thank you. <laughs> and here I am thinking I was going to be the only one with a blue sky cow with a dot gay uh, domain name. Um, yeah. But yeah, you can find me on blue sky at jcw.gay. Um, on Twitter, I'm 2020 underscore gaming, and that's uh, now with Discord's new username, jcw.gay on there as well. Um, I thought I had more, that's it, really. <laughs> Justin. Uh, you can't find me. <laughs> yes. Unless you join you're Discord, you might be there. Tony, uh, you can find me on Blue Sky at Tony Tran. Uh, and of course, uh, you can find the podcast at buildingthegame.com, buildingthegamepodcast.com. Good lord, I've only said that 600 times. Um, buildingthegamepodcast.com. You can email us at buildingthegamepodcast at gmail.com. 
Uh, but the best thing you can do is, is go to our uh, website, get a link to our Discord, and go join our Discord. Come to our weekly meetups. Uh, a lot of these people are here. Um, depending on how the game hype business works out, Mike might start being there too. It's possible. Um, so, uh, yeah. But uh, I thank you, all of y'all, for being here tonight. This was super duper fun. Um, and uh, it's always great to hang out with y'all. And, um, yeah. So uh, the best thing you can do, listeners, is keep coming back every single week. And until next time, good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Building the game, which isn't in friends, which isn't in friends. The end of the episode, that's when it technically ends.